you're listening to Boxycle Radio. Welcome to Boxy Girl Radio. I am your host, Hannah Sarimian. I am the founder of Boxy LLC, parent company to Boxy Girl and Boxy Creative. I am 44 years old. I was born and raised in Fresno, California. I am a wife and a mother. My husband Marlon and I have built a life and a family that we are extremely proud of. My oldest daughter, Emily, is the passage from which I discover who I truly am. William, my son, is my creative soulmate. And Chloe, my youngest daughter, her sweet spirit lights up my life. I am a daughter and a sister, and I am very close to my family. I was raised by a family of strong and creative entrepreneurs. I grew up with an internal voice of equality and a sense of purpose in this world which I attribute to my father's integrity and commitment to our family. I launched Boxy Girl in 2015 and have built a company that has provided me an opportunity to work with talented individuals. However, I have failed as a mother. I have failed as a daughter. I have failed as a businesswoman. And I have failed as a wife. But... I have equally succeeded and learned many lessons through the pain and self-doubt. These lessons have led me to experience tremendous opportunities and amazing moments of joy. In this podcast, I hope to illuminate the space between loss, pain, and failure, and the experiences that create a bridge to gratitude, humility, authenticity, and connection with others. When I was about to launch Boxy Girl in 2015, I had planned a meeting to speak with people that I could partner with to co-launch my company and brand. I had planned to meet with a couple of local businesses and the nonprofit organization, the Marjorie Mason Center, which serves women and children of domestic abuse. Prior to the meeting, I had heard about Janelle Cumpy, who was the director of the Marjorie Mason Center at the time. Janelle is a well-respected community leader, entrepreneur, mom, and wife. Now, for just a little context about me at that same time, I hadn't worked in the business industry for 15 years, and I was transitioning from my important and complex role as a full-time housewife and mother of three into a career world that I was not familiar with anymore. I felt tremendously insecure, and I had no idea how I was going to run a successful business and balance my family life. Janelle, in contrast, embodied everything I knew nothing about, and I was intimidated. I met Janelle at our first planning meeting, and my first instinct was, She's beautiful and strong and successful. And I thought, how does she do it? How do you have children and a husband and you're running this amazing organization and you're so involved in the community? And for me, I could barely take a shower. After that first meeting, I literally went to my car and cried. 
filled with fear and self-doubt, how can I ever measure up to these amazing career-driven women? Well, fast forward two and a half years, and I now realize more than ever, as women, we tend to judge each other based on our own insecurities rather than the true essence of who we really are. I have gotten to know Janelle, and she still embodies my initial impressions of her. She is actually stronger than I had expected, not the superficial keeping up with appearances kind of strong, but she has a depth of character and strength that resonates in all that she does. She carries herself with grace, she's intelligent, and she's an incredible force in our community. But she is also vulnerable and has faced challenges both personally and professionally. Today, I invite you to see the Janelle I know. Beyond the titles, assumptions, judgments, and accolades, I invite you to listen with your heart. My name is Janelle Taylor Compey, and I was raised, born and raised in Salinas, California. My mom is Gloria Taylor, maiden name Tomasello, so she's very spunky with her Italian roots and Spanish roots as well. My grandmother's Spanish, and my dad is Gene Taylor, and he's from... Arkansas and was born there and at six years old he and his parents moved over to California to Salinas and my mom was born in Monterey so she was around all of the Italians and that's mainly how our household was full of loud people you know lots of families surrounding each other and it was just absolutely amazing. My dad, he was an engineer and great at it, and I recall him always bringing home this contraption when there were storms because he worked for the Monterey County Flood Control and was a senior hydrologist, so he always was mapping the rain and the water and everything, and back when, um, because we're you know, old school here, back when there was still phones attached to the wall with cords, he would bring in his, you know, contraption where he put the phone in it and it would just record all this data overnight Mm -hmm. about the storms and, you know, the different water levels and everything that he had to watch for work. I have a brother and he lives in Soledad. And he enjoys spending time with his wife, my sister-in-law, and just, you know, traveling and doing fun things and living his life, which which is really great. So I graduated from high school and knew that I wanted to go into business and just had that instinct and uh, decided that I was going to apply for Fresno State. Didn't apply for any other colleges. Just That's where I wanted to go because I knew they had a great business program and I wanted to get through school so I could just make money (laughs) and start working instead of studying all the time and being done. Um, You know, when you go home, 
not having to work uh, and do homework all the time, but little did I know that you continue when you're in your career to bring work home and continue to work way into the midnight hour, but um, I worked really hard to get through college and got through in three and a half years and graduated there. And stuck around right away in entrepreneurship education and working in that industry and environment. So I've, I've enjoyed um, watching my career actually come full circle, which is pretty neat. So I, you know, the kind of wanting to know what people were doing and how to really organize um, and you know, be in that management level to, you know, motivate people and just kind of a track of human resources. And I really do enjoy working around people and being able to inspire and, and empower them. So it was, it was right on for me. I've spent the last 20 years trying to negotiate and understand how to find balance in each of my respective roles how to define who I am, not only in context of society, but also in relation to my family structure, my marriage, my role as a mother, and now as a businesswoman. I wanted to explore some of these topics with Janelle and hear the stories of her experiences as a wife to Matt, mother to Aiden and Ava, and the interplay between balancing a career and family. I met him at a Rotary Club, and a friend of mine brought me to um, one of the lunch meetings, and it was River Park Rotary, because it's we called our tagline was not your father's Rotary Club, because it was more of the younger generation that was forming a new Rotary Club, and that's where I met him. I remember walking in to our meeting and seeing him there and then seeing him around town, but I couldn't believe that I'd never ran into him before or anything like that. He always asked me, well, was it love at first sight? And I said, no, was it love at first sight? <laughs> but um, we got to know each other and just hit it off. And it was um, just grew from there. It will be 14 years in uh, August, August 20th. So I've got a daughter that is nine and son that is 12. And it's a really big year for us this year because they are in May turning double digits in a teenager. So that's big like oh wow 2018 is a big year and Ava at nine is my little spunky one that has always known exactly what she wants she I could remember when I'd be changing her in her room and trying to put a certain pair of shoes on her at what nine or ten months and she would sit up and just scream and point to her closet telling me like what other pair of shoes she wanted to wear, not the ones I was putting on her. So I knew that she was going to be very spirited and, you know, had her mind made up, which is pretty awesome for me to be able to focus that in for her to be a strong woman and a strong individual in this community. So I uh, turn that spunk into 
a positive spin and she's just really kind and she likes to know what we're doing all the time and when we're going to be home and who, you know, what function are we going to, what is it helping and always wants to know where I am when there is some kind of a campaign or something that, that I'm doing or raising funds for or something. So uh, I love, love spending time with her in that sense of just getting to giggle and laugh and be silly. And that's great for both of us. And my son, he's going to be a teenager now, so um, he is really into playing video games. Unfortunately, spends probably too much time thinking about them because he can't think of anything else he wants for his birthday other than Xbox gift cards, which I said, that's really sad, Aiden. You can't think of anything else. So Aiden is a sweet, very, very, very sensitive little boy, and I still call him a little boy because he is, and he's just, um, you know, he always wants to make sure everyone else is okay, and even when, for example, we're driving, my husband and I are driving separate cars and we have the, both kids, he wants to make sure that both of us have someone in the car with them so they're not lonely or that oh somebody has to go by themselves he's always thinking of other people which is amazing to me that he's so sensitive and sweet in that way and he's just really awesome just an awesome kid and he likes to golf and go out golfing with his dad and um, they would like me to golf too but I'm just not into it I think as women, we, people always say, how do you balance it all, right? And I don't believe in balance ever. I don't think it's ever going to happen. You either spend, you know, more of a majority of time on your family or a majority of time in your career or business or whatever else there is out there. And when the others or one or the other needs more attention, that's where we focus our attention. It's never even kill. I think it's a lie that society is placed upon women and it just stresses us out even more. Like, I have to have balance. I have to have balance. Well, there's no such thing as this balance out there. It's a farce and it's a false, you know, sense of us trying to strive to be something that we could not be. I mean, as a balanced individual, you may feel balanced, you know, um, and you may have it all under control, but it's not going to be that, oh, 50-50 at all times. And those that we need to give time to, we do. And that we recognize that it needs more of our time. Um, so I think that, you know, I try and model to my children that, you know, to be present when you are in the moment and um, have the conversations and spend quality time with family and that that's important. Um, you know, some of the challenges that I've faced are being a career mom that friends or people that you think are friends, uh, they get intimidated and you feel excluded 
and it's um, it's lonely really lonely and I don't know why we uh, as women don't feel like we can talk about it to each other and really support each other but I do think that there are more and more uh, women out there that are real good friends and know that we all struggle that um, are actually able to bring that out and and talk about it. I think one thing that sticks out in my head that um, was a challenge to me growing up is uh, my dad always telling me well, you're a boy and he's a girl. I mean, not you're a boy. He's a, he's a boy and you're a girl, speaking of my brother and I, and why I couldn't do things, but he could. I felt like my parents were super strict on me, and um, we're getting all therapeutic here. <laughs> and... Uh, so I kind of rebelled against that strict, you know, reality of where I lived and and not not being able to do things. You know, there's of course things that your parents are always trying to look out and be the best, you know, do the best thing that they know how for you. But um just having that ring in my head you can't do it because you're a girl. It's um, a super motivator for me, just a driving factor to um, to make sure that women know that they can do whatever they set their mind to. And it was never um, that that my parents never said that I couldn't do anything that was, you know, career-wise or anything. I just felt stifled. Starting out in my career with entrepreneurship education, you didn't see as many women. And there certainly weren't as many um, even... Um, there weren't as many banks loaning, you know, women some kind of a, a business loan or anything. You weren't seeing those specialty loans for minorities and minorities also being women. And, and as you, as I went through in that career, being able to see more and more, um, young women going into their own careers of, of entrepreneurship and starting their own businesses, whatever that was, but they really were able to follow their passion, which was great. Um, to feel safe enough and secure enough to take that leap and to start their own business and then also see a community come together to support that, you know, with banks and, you know, specialty microloans and, and different things like that. And now what I see is, you know, these great communities of women supporting women and we you know see see that around of um, just everyone being kinder everyone being the women that I'm talking about and um, lifting each other up and knowing that we've got you know we all have bumps in the road but hey how can I help 
and work, you know, where can I be? What can I do? Do you need me to pick up your daughter at school? Or, you know, what can I do to help? And I just think that's such a transition from even, you know, 15 years ago. And it will be very, very interesting to see how my daughter, you know, being a young woman, how she navigates through that. But, you know, I also tell her if she's dealing with what she calls drama at school, you know, oh, there was a little drama at school today, you know, amongst her fourth grade friends. Uh, and she tells me what that is. And if it's somebody talking about someone else and I said, you know, that really hurt their feelings, didn't it? And I hope you weren't a part of that. And knowing that you saw how upset that made someone and how it hurt their feelings, that you wouldn't want somebody to do that to you. So let's not be involved in that kind of situation. And stand up for your friend because she needs somebody there for her. And every day when I drop off Ava, you know, when she's getting out of the car, I just tell her, be kind, have fun, you know, it's just a part of what I want my kids to be. Success. So often we associate this word with our careers. But for me, success means living a life that I am proud of and leaving a legacy that my children can be proud of also. And sometimes, this doesn't always include the happy moments in our lives. Success is about overcoming life's difficulties and learning how to walk through pain and failure with integrity and grace. I wouldn't be the mom or the woman that I am or have the drive that I do without experiencing points of failure, regret, and trauma. It is through the loss that I have experienced joy. It is through the pain that I can feel my life being in perfect harmony. It is with great reverence and humility that I asked Janelle to share about her father, his cancer diagnosis, and his death, and how this inspired her to say yes to the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society to become a candidate for Woman of the Year. Tell me about your father's illness and death. Wow, you were going for the doozy. Holy moly. So my dad and having cancer was um, something that was not expected. I mean, we haven't had cancer in our family before and my dad had this weird um just kind of an annoying cough you know and he always took Prilosec or whatever it was for acid reflux every day and his cough would continue and continue and just a little annoying nothing like hacking or you know like it sounded like he was sick or anything but after about a year I told him dad that's not normal for you just to continue to cough like you are you should probably really go get that checked out so um, he finally did and went to the doctor and you know they ran some tests and everything and so when he went back he ugh, 
got his results. And I remember that day because I had called him and it was after work and I asked him, how did your doctor appointment go? And he was silent. Join us next week for the conclusion of my profoundly intimate conversation with Janelle about her father, Jean, loss, trauma, and how she learned to be a great steward, parent, friend, mom, and wife by facing life's challenges. Janelle has been nominated for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's 2018 Woman of the Year. Please visit MWOY janelle.org to donate to Janelle's campaign. Every tax-deductible dollar given counts as a vote for her candidacy for Woman of the Year and supports the LLS mission. With this campaign, she has the opportunity to name a research grant in honor of her father, Jean. Please consider making a donation by May 18th directly on her fundraising page, MWOY janelle.org. If you would like more information about LLS or the Woman of the Year campaign, please email Janelle directly at janelle.taylor at gmail.com. I'm your host, Hannah Sremian. This is Boxy Girl Radio.